When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. This is J-Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live um, from my apartment in the West Village. We, we This is, it's going to be an alonesy. It's just you and Papa JT, your dear old Uncle J Train, the Wizard of Haas, the Sultan of Scream, the Board Lord. K is 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 out of office right now. So we wanted to make sure to get this episode taped and to you, and we want to make sure you get your recap. So this is going to be you and me. So dim the lights. You know, I, I do my own podcast. Some of you may know I have the J Train podcast, and I've done a lone podcast on there. And the response is generally surprisingly pretty good. They People like it. But I, I also have the emails. I, I take emails on my podcast and I answer them. Here, it's a different format. We're going to recap the show. I'm going to give names. I'm going to give awards. So it might go a little bit shorter than usual. But we're going to recap the episode of Bachelor in Paradise. I, I was watching this episode. And all I could think is that this show is the best show for when you have something else to do while it airs I because I'm zoned in but I'm like I can't believe they are spending this much time on certain topics the rose ceremony might have been half the episode I I did the thing where you touch the screen to see how much is left you're like can we get to the roses I, I don't know I I, I the show as most of you may know, if it's your first time listening, I'm not a Bachelor in Paradise guy. I, I, But I will say, of all the seasons that I've tuned into Bachelor in Paradise-wise, this has been the juiciest. This has had things to talk about. Um, I, I, I think this has been, um, you know, fun in its own way. I just think, you know, there's... There's a point in this show where they got to ship people off. I mean, and we're going to get to that towards the end of this episode. We're going to talk about the couples that get together. Um, uh, before we get into it, I, I just, you know, thank you for being a listener, all that good stuff. And I named this episode No New Friends because what you come to realize at the end of this episode is how difficult it is to break in and stay on the beach it is really difficult to find your way in. You have to get there with something kind of happening for you to work your way into the group because it does seem like there's a click. It does seem like, you know, just walking down those steps right now, like you're there for a weekend, baby. This is 
This is not a full week adventure. You're not there for a month. Like, you're here visiting our high school. It kind of feels like when someone new comes down the stairway. So I called it No New Friends because even the way it ended, this episode ended with Braden being like, I like Olivia. Let her have a chance. I have this opportunity to help someone. And I got to say, like, I didn't want Olivia to leave. I've And I started this season... Not an Olivia fan. Not an Olivia fan. And tonight's episode made me team Olivia. I don't think I'll ever be... I'll always look at Olivia well from tonight's episode because what we had was kind of the yin and the yang of interpersonal relationships. We have Olivia who's being vulnerable, who's saying... Who put herself out there and 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 it's she did the thing that you tell people to do in their dating life. Tell them you like them. Let them know. Let's move on from it. And no one does it. She did it. She was vulnerable. And it's kind of the, and we're kind of watching the growth of someone, Olivia, who is, I think, 24. She might be the youngest on this show. We're seeing someone, like, mature. Like, in the beginning, the way she responded to the guy who fell in the pool. The funniest moment in, if, if Kay was here, she would know his name. But the way she responded to that love triangle is totally different to how she responded to this new one with Kat and John Henry. And I think that's like a nice thing to watch. I think it's, I, I believe in redemption. I believe in people going, yeah, I, I acted one way here. And I don't believe in someone going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'll do it. No, no, she just did it. She just, she handled this so much. And Kat, who you're seeing, isn't vulnerable, isn't really... She's honest in a way that she's not honest. The only thing Kat is honest about is when she's mean to someone, when she knows she has something on someone. The The best example is she keeps bringing up the open mouth kiss with John Henry and how she wants to get tongue. And she kind of slams Tanner, who's tongueless. And I will say, now I'm zoned into every Tanner kiss. I'm yet to see tongue. She is right. I don't think she's lying there. I think Kat is being very honest because she knows it embarrasses or is meant to embarrass Tanner. So that's, you know, that's when Kat's honest, when it can embarrass someone else. It's She's never honest when it's going to be her being vulnerable. And that's like the yin and the yang thing. That is Olivia who's put herself out there. I like you. I'm all in on John Henry. She may, She pushed her chips to the middle. We watched it in this episode. So, I don't know. You know, maybe that was the main theme of tonight's episode instead of No New Friends. I called it No New Friends because it just seemed like, you know, it was going to be hard to break into this group that was already on the beach with new people. And Braden offering the lifeline to Olivia kind of showed that. I guess if, um, <laughs> I mean, if I was to rename it, vulnerability will get you dumped. That's a good or vulnerability will get you honesty because Olivia got it from John Henry. And, you know, John Henry to me is is as much he he's the structure. He's not you know, he's he's the door. He's a, a tool in the in in the fun, emotional storyline of Olivia and Kat. So let's get into the episode. Um, we start where we ended last week. Charity advising Eliza. This story was this story, so basically the story goes that 
Aaron B. went on charity season. Then the, the story the way I received it. Again, I might be wrong, but this is how I heard it. Charity and Aaron go a certain distance on her season. They come back and a girlfriend of Aaron's, who he claims he broke up with before going on the show, claims she wasn't broken up with and or was broken up with to go on the show. And this ex-girlfriend, disgruntled ex as Aaron refers to her, is... Um, is um uh had call called charity and her family and and to let them know what a piece of shit Aaron B is. And Aaron B then comes on to Bachelor in Paradise and he gets with Eliza, is saying that he's falling in love, doing all the right things with Eliza, has been nothing but a gentleman to her. And we're all kind of taking the word of a person who would message someone's family? That's the part that is, like, wild to me. The Who we... Aaron is kind of forced... Aaron has done nothing in his actions that would say uh, on this beach and with charity. Again, I'm, I'm not, like, a big Aaron B guy, but I would say as far as his actions are concerned, he's been nothing but a gentleman and likes Eliza, based on what we've seen based on what Eliza's been shown. And now we're going to, and then the half, we and some random disgruntled ex who messages family. Like, I, I listen, I know we are predisposed, or uh, I, that might not even be the right word, but we are pre, we are always drawn to like, the you know the the person who's broken up with we're always drawn to their side of the story we're always drawn to that side but to me like I can't believe that Aaron's word and the word of someone who would text cousins and moms and dads like this person had to Google for phone numbers and say hey I'm Aaron's you know I I know you don't know me but I to me that's a wildly untrustworthy person. I guess someone would say, well, they were so hurt by Aaron that they're the most trustworthy. I don't know. I, I I think it's like kind of a shame that Aaron, who memorized, you know, Eliza's breakfast is in and is having a good experience with her. Now, I'm, I, I don't know what the timeline is with it. You know, it's more than it's at, around a year later. He doesn't get any credibility. He's now got to work his way back. And I, I don't know. I kind of got annoyed with that storyline. I kind of got annoyed with Eliza of like, well, we'll see. I understand you're on this beach. You're only getting information secondhand. You don't have phones. So you can't really like get this all squared away right away. But I, I don't know. I kind of felt for me, Aaron is like, and then Aaron says, I'm falling in love with you. It just, I don't know. I don't like an I'm falling in love with you to prove myself after random disgruntled ex said some things. I don't know. that. And why are we believing this disgruntled ex over Aaron who's done nothing but nice things for you and knows that you like, you know, bacon and eggs in the morning? So the next thing that happens is John Henry and Kat. Um, people do encourage Kat to go for John Henry, but, like, she's encouraging them to encourage her to go for John Henry. She... Says she's now retelling the story of her and Tanner. This is where she's not trustworthy. Here's the thing. If you get done with a relationship, you go, you know what? I did things wrong. You did things wrong. 
I can trust you talking about the next one. When you tell us you never felt the initial pull with Tanner, we got the tapes. We we watched you. We watched you drool over him. Okay? And she does this whole thing about the tongue. And, and, and it's all kind of happening in front of Olivia. And it's like, listen, if you and Olivia aren't friends, you still have to, like, live together on this beach. Hey, I know this is uncomfortable. You could go up to her. And Olivia does say this later in the episode. But you could go up to her and be like, hey, this is really uncomfortable. I know, you know, we're, uh, we might not be close like that to talk like this. But, you know, I, I'm starting to feel. And, like, I don't know. The way Kat talks about liking John Henry as if it was this you know, fairy dust that she f ran through by accident. I don't know, randomly, I'm just feeling into John Henry. And you go, just be honest, be vulnerable once. That's a, to me, that is a, a decision. It's, it's, hey, I find myself liking John Henry. I don't know, you know, he, he's just doing it for me versus, I don't know, I don't know where this even came from. Just random. He was on my alternate list. Like, I don't know. So, we go to the cocktail hour. That's where uh, Aaron B. tells Eliza that he's falling in love with her, wants to be exclusive. I I, I don't know. If, if That just felt like someone trying to earn something back that he didn't have to earn. I'm happy that he says – I'm happy if they have found true love, but I don't know. Jess uh, – oh, the Jess. Then we go to the Jess and the, and, the, and the Blake conversation, which, I mean, Jess says to him, I missed your compliments, which – Okay. I don't know. I, I, I've said on this podcast that, you know, Blake, I think, knows more than he puts on. I think Blake's really good at being on this show. I think Blake's really good at, like, I think Blake would be great on Survivor. Like, I, I really think he understands how to not say too much and how to, like, get friends and, and, and kind of keep himself anchored to this beach. But... I'm watching Jess, who is realized what Jess did is she. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights out on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. And for a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with this exclusive link honeylove.com slash bachelor support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash bachelor when talking about shapewear honey loves best-selling superpower short is the go-to it is targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression it is amazing i've been wearing it for years now it fits me so well and i'm not kidding you when they say it doesn't roll down it does not roll down and it hugs you in all the right places their signature x targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves this piece is also a booty lifter boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash bachelor. And after you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. 
Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service, and for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. Counted the chairs in the musical chairs game, saw there wasn't going to be a chair for her if she gave up the Blake chair. And then she gets a little emo about it, as Jess does. And her conversation, when she's like, I missed your compliments, it's like everything Jess said to Blake was like, I just miss having a boyfriend. And that's okay. But you, you know, to me, I kind of come from the school of thought, but maybe this is a guy thing. I don't know. Of like, when you say you're out, you're out forever. I don't really kind of buy the, like, like I do think when you end something with someone, there's a void. There's one less person to text, hug, and to give you compliments, as Jess said. And it sucks. And that, and this is kind of like a metaphor for life. What do you do when you, you miss, you know, the, having, you know, the boyfriend? You go back to the boyfriend or girlfriend that fills that void. Sometimes you go back to someone who's wrong for you, sometimes that you know is wrong for you, and you go, well, let's make it work so I don't have to feel that bad feeling again. To me, Jess was speaking from an immature place or a I want to stay on the beach place of, like, I miss your compliments. Like, I, I, I miss, yeah, I miss compliments too. I, I, If I walked out the door and every day someone goes, looking good in that shirt, Jared, I would go, Good, and then if it went away, I go, hey, where'd that compliment go? I, I That doesn't mean I love that person. That doesn't mean that we're meant to be. I don't know. It's out, It's it, She was kind of my biggest fear in any, you know, ex situation where they're like, would I miss you? It's like, no, 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 you miss me as a body. Let me buy you a body pillow and put that next to you in the bed. Cuddle with that. Look it. Just as good, right? You know, like I kind of – so Blake reciprocates her feelings because, you know – he going to stay on the beach too? Where where else he going to go? I mean, he could have gone with Genevieve. They had a nice date, but I, I think he was, to me, Blake was in the, the power position. He owns a rose. He's got two women who are like, I'm here if you want me. And now he gets to look like, oh, yes, Jess, you're back. Like, I don't know. He, he, in this, if, if he was on Survivor, he'd be in a, you know, talking to the camera after this being like, okay, I secured two votes. Like, I, I really do believe that. Um, Tanner is kind of dancing around the island. I thought Tanner, see, Tanner has done dating in the way I wish I could. I wish I was as good as Tanner. Tanner says nothing and lets everyone else make assumptions from, uh, for him. So Davia, who he went on a date with, 
Um, you know, he's got he went on a day with her, made her no promises. And now he's kind of like a free agent. And he kind of like makes his way towards Rachel. And you do have this moment. Whenever I see Rachel kind of in these interpersonal moments, I'm like, oh, my God, she was the bachelorette. You know, you do have this thing where you're like, is, you know, I, I was on Bachelor Party, the Juliet Littman Ringer podcast. I love going on her show as a guest. Um, but she was she mentioned that, like Rachel's been taking a lot of L's this season. And it is an interesting perspective from that angle. You go, wow, like, you know, she at, are you we we aren't really used to. The person who is, you know, it's kind of like, wow, that title has changed. Being a former bachelorette ain't what it used to be. And that sucks to hear. But like the minute Becca Kufrin went on this show and opened up that gate, you go, okay, the bachelorette ain't our, you know, aren't our royals, you know, <laughs> like it, it, and because you see Rachel talking with Tanner and you go, man, like. I can't believe she's kind of in the free agent group. Like I, I kind of thought, you know, she, I don't know her. I don't know. I, it was interesting to watch and they did kiss, I think. And no tongue again, cat was right. Olivia is very direct with John Henry. As we said before, total vulnerability. It made me love Olivia and John Henry and cat go swimming and make out. And that's when Olivia confronts, cat and it is interesting it's like you know i heard that there were some there was some uh internet chatter of cat saying the editing wasn't right by her or she got the franken edit and it's like no when other people at the beach are like oh oh two two heavyweights about to go at it like you had that vibe there was a vibe of like whoa we got two two behemoths these are the two people with really loud opinion you know like they knew it was two karens two 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 people that everyone knew was going to be a show cuz olivia has not been you know has made her opinion heard all season again in immature ways and and more mature ways and 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 I, she's become lovable to me cat who doesn't want to admit she's the person that everyone's kind of like oh whoa whoa this cat olivia like cat would go what do you mean why would she approach me who who would want to watch me and olivia argue she wouldn't admit to it you know that's the type of person she is so they have a chat and Olivia, you know, I was like watching, you know, it was like in like the Marvel movies when you're like, oh, this is this superhero has the powers to take down the, you know, the bad guy. Because Olivia, like in the way the guys just don't know how to talk with people, Olivia, you know, comes back at cats kind of like passive aggressive, like we're not friends like that blows with like another blow. So they have it out a little bit with Olivia leaving the conversation earlier than I would have liked. I got to say. Um, so then we go to the rose ceremony and the Becca thing was bizarre. I don't get it. Um, I don't get why she was brought on to this show. I, I Kay and I had talked about it like we want people with history. I'd rather someone I knew who's too old to be on the beach be on the beach than someone I've never met before. I would rather it be Kay coming down the stairs. And they all know Kay. And 
They go, this is a, you know, a bachelor commentator. What's this? Like, I'd rather something than Becca, who got a full date. She doesn't show up to the uh, to the rose ceremony. It was kind of bizarre. I felt for Brayden in a way. It was almost like Becca knew Brayden was going to give her the rose, and she didn't know how to say no to it at the rose ceremony. It was a little bizarre. I I I. I do want to ask Kay about that. Who's going to come on at the end of this episode to do our categories together. Um, what she thought of the whole Becca thing. So Becca leaves, doesn't say goodbye. And now we are left with this kind of extra rose and you go and, and it's left with Brayden who, you know, Brayden even, I got to say again, nobody more honest and open than Brayden. Brayden going to Brayden. he, he says, I, I I went for something that wasn't as, I think he said, you know, like he, he basically said someone I had a deeper connection with, I gave up to go with this other connection. And when Becca came down, you know, to the beach, I, I kind of saw, a, I don't know why I watched it again, her coming down to the beach and the conversation, no, it was in the commercial or something. Maybe it was on TV when I had the TV on. And, they, you know, if you go back to that episode, which you won't, but that's okay, I, I'll, I'll rehash it. There was a lot made of Becca's look and, and the women being like, oh, the guys are drooling and the guys kind of, oh, she's and And Sam even says she's got everything guys would want and I don't got those. And basically referring to boobs and... You go and you go, oh, Braden is kind of realizing that he was, you know, led by his penis and not his brain to choose Becca over Rachel. And then when Becca jets and doesn't even say goodbye and doesn't really, it's kind of awkward. You know, he's got this rose and what's he going to do with it? And you're like, oh, my God, wouldn't it be great if he had Olivia still on this beach? The, the turd and the cat in John Henry punch bowl. Wouldn't it be great if she had to stay? And that's what happens. Avon goes with Kylie. Tyler goes with Mercedes. Peter and Sam. Aaron and Eliza. Blake and Jess. Tanner and Rachel. A new connection. John Henry and Kat. And then Braden gives his rose to Olivia, which is, I'm cheering. At that point, I was cheering. I was happy. I, I like that vulnerability was rewarded. And it was because Braden's like, listen, this person should have the chance to find love. They want to, obviously. And he's like, and I thought that was like good for Braden. And and again, Kat, not happy for Olivia, not happy that she doesn't get to like sit here comfortably and have a fun time with her new boyfriend. Um, and, you know, again, karma. Braden is, is haunting Kat, even though she blames kind of Olivia at the end. So that was our episode. We're going to get to some... Um, oh, that wasn't our episode. Olivia and John Henry, um, they have a chat. He feels bad about how he handled it. Olivia is, like, upset. And and again, it, it's likable. It's it, it's it, the, the character arc of Olivia, if we trace it back to the beginning of this season, like, what a fun thing, like, to see someone be you know the real self over the course of the season and then michael arrives and michael he was the guy that dressed up as one of the kens on on charity season 
And he was a breath of fresh air. I got to say, he shows up and he pulls Olivia and she's so happy. And he's like awesome. Like, I, I don't know. He, 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 I, I, don't, I hope he can stick around. He was fun. And that's where we end. So we're going to get to our categories. Kay is going to be here for our categories. Let's get to it. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Okay, and we are back. Kay, welcome to the Stop. show. Don't worry. I I, 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 I carried when there were two feet in the sand. That was me carrying you, Kay. Um, you, had, you had the show on your back this morning. My alarm. Don't, <laughs> I'm, I'm dying. No explanation needed. You're here. Let's talk about it. What did you think of the episode? I mean, I can't believe that we're still stretching it out this long. Which is kind of crazy because we have so many couples that are uh, quote unquote solid like we use that they use on the show Mm -hmm. like solid couples and there's not a ton happening like there's people coming down the fact that we had to extend the cat and um, John Henry stuff so much we could have made that quicker. Right we had the stuff in the ocean then he had the meet me at the. Meet me at the at, at the hot tub at midnight. They even told him they're like it's not midnight yet, but get out there. You're you're okay. Okay, so I, my my initial question, I was like, whoa, it's already midnight. Right. I'm like, what time are they doing this rose ceremony? This has just started. It's midnight. Right. It, 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 the, <laughs> the timing of everything is off. I wish we had calendars and clocks because in the you know in the beginning of the recap, I talked about whole, the whole the whole Eliza and Aaron B situation where. They took the side yeah. of random emotional woman who <laughs> who called her whole family over Aaron, who's been nothing but a mensch. That was nuts. That's nuts. If the minute you're <laughs> the minute you're texting a grandma of the guy's new ex girl the the minute you're texting the grandma of the guy's new girlfriend, you've gone too far. You know, you gotta That's back it up. That's way too far. The fa- okay, so it started off weird when Charity was getting the text when she like turned on her phone and she starts getting blown up. Okay, but yeah, when it goes to the family, ha- what at what point do you say to yourself, maybe I should pull back, maybe I should rein this in? And at what point do you say to yourself, hey, um, 
maybe this isn't a believable person. Maybe they're just trying to like really fuck with this guy because they feel like they've been fucked with. Yeah. Like, listen, your relationship is your own. Like what you know, there's good guys and bad guys in every retelling of a relationship. I get it, but like. I don't know. Aaron's been nothing but nice to Eliza, but nothing but nice to, you know, I, I, and I do understand that third dimension, the fourth dimension of like here for the right reasons. But like at mm-hmm. some point you have to, you know, get in the boat and push away from the island and maybe it sinks. And most relationships do. And you have to that's the risk of being an adult and in a relationship. So it felt like they were like looking to like stay harnessed in safety and not be instead of being with Aaron who's been nice but I that's the thing with the timelines like I wanted to know when those texts came I wanted to know when it was midnight on this beach I wanted to know when the rose ceremony was going to happen so I'm with you a lot of it was drawn out a lot of it was I mean the rose ceremony went for started halfway through the episode and then kept going the rose ceremony was too much this and then the Becca not how did no one know where this girl was she was dressed that's the thing <laughs> so what did you think of becca leaving did it, it, it did did brayden do something or did she just not want to be there and she didn't want to say no to his rose what do you think i honestly I, I can't i can't figure it out because it felt so strange because at the beginning they were they were kissing and she was like can i kiss you and he's like yeah you never have to ask mm. you can kiss me whenever you know that sort of it seemed like they had something good or at least something physical. Right. We didn't get enough context with her to, to realize why she made this decision, which kind of irked my nerves mm-hmm. because when everybody's like, yeah, we haven't seen her and she's not showing up, it seemed there was no, we don't know her well enough to be able to read her mind into why she's not doing this something i brought up in the recap is like this is why it sucks that she was even on the show we didn't know her we have no backstory with her she obviously doesn't want to be on camera like i this is why i said you should have been cast instead of becca like bring on someone i mean who's there who's game who's there for it it was and it was and it was weird because i know we have that we had Sam who wouldn't come the original, the redhead Sam who sent herself home early mm. on the first night of Clayton season or whatever. Mm. Um, but this felt worse. I was yeah, like, no. we didn't even have, we didn't have anything for her at all. And she was just like, I'm going to go home. And then she, ca- and then she walks down the stairs, follows Jesse down. She doesn't even say any words. Right. It seems <laughs> and like she, she walks Jess- with Jesse down and then she like sees everybody she makes a turn and then everybody's watching her look in and then she walks just up and back out. That's so strange. Well, I think the stranger they make your exit, the more the producers were annoyed by you is like always yeah. my thing where it's like they she it seemed like she wasted the show's time. Like she did. We did a date with her. Why? Do, I don't get that minute back. I don't get those. No, I don't get that back. <laughs> I, and so what did you think of the. Cat and Olivia throwdown. Cat is honestly the worst human I've ever seen on TV. <laughs> She's a tough. She one. makes great TV, and that is and that is actually it. Because there's something so Delulu about her. She is. Olivia asked her. She was like, "Okay, give me an example of when I've been disrespectful to one of the girls on the beach." 
And she was like, I'm not getting into that. And she's like, well, you just did because you brought it up. So give me an example. And she goes, well, I don't have to explain myself. Why does Kat never have to explain herself? Right. I, why, know- does, why is that always her 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 excuse well i don't have to explain myself and then she's telling everybody you know you know olivia put her hand in my face i would have put my hand on your face right if like we were <laughs> having this conversation cat is a is you know it, it's funny like i you know the word karen gets thrown around too much these days but yeah she's a professional like cat knows it. she's so delulu that she's smart you know like she's she this is how this is like she is the Karen she is they should change it to cat because it is yes she's a professional you this is what they do you they make themselves the victim the whole Karen genre if we were to put it in a dictionary is making yourself the victim using victimhood to become the aggressor and yes. that's what cat does every single time where it's like she finds her way that's why it was like nice and i said this during the recap to cheer for olivia because she was kind of a worthy opposition to cat when she's like give me an example mm-hmm. like tanner doesn't have the mental awareness to 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 go to spar no. with cat you know brayden doesn't have the, the the doesn't care enough to spar with cat doesn't know enough doesn't know the other dimension olivia is our hero she's she ready. is our she is yeah the chosen one she's and that was really on display in that argument because you know and you could see olivia she bailed from it very early i noticed but like it felt like she was like she I, did. I don't know what else i this is she knew that she's not going to bleed a stone. Like she wasn't going to get anything out. She was all, anything she said was going to be turned into like, did you? Did you? This is the. This is what the Karens do. Make the victimhood the the, the weapon in your aggression. You know. So like, you go, oh, did you see her lash out at me? It's like, well, that's not the. Hold on. What was the lashing with? That's not Give the it, whole. That's not right. What was the word? She's you not know? telling anybody. What and she's not telling me what happened and why Olivia did that. She's just saying, "Yeah, Olivia put her hand in my face. Right. She put her hand in my face." Right. The- I, I, and I understand why Olivia ba- uh, bailed. Just like you said, I think she just knew. She just like, this is falling on deaf ears. This is not going to, um, the- resonate. She at also all. doesn't have a good argument with Cat. Like the argument with Cat is like, "Hey, I wish you would have told me." Well, and then Cat's argument back is. Well, we're not that friends. We're not friends like that. And you're like, okay. Right. You know, like, I guess there is no, because the show is like anyone that would take Kat's side would go, that's the show. You're here to date a bunch. Sometimes you love and lost. And you go, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. You know, again, in a boxing match, if you bring out a steel chair and the, you know, and the ref doesn't see it. Yeah. The ref didn't see it. Didn't happen. You know, like there's ways to fight dirty and there's ways to fight. You know, in a fun, clean way. And Kat goes dirty and Olivia was asking for clean. And then Kat, they're not living in the same universe. And I think that's why. They're not. And she wasn't going to she wasn't going to get anything out of that. So her walking away. I mean, that was the only choice. My thing is also John Henry being so just like, 
Well, I'm not good. When he said, I'm not going to judge Kat based off her relationship with Tanner or based off her relationship with Brayden, I'm going to make my own decision. Right. Babe, what? That's a dude who <laughs> loses all his money in the woman's third divorce. You know, that's, you know, okay. Yeah. I got you. Good luck then. You know, like that, that, that. all you can say to John Henry is good luck, you know, like, but it also good shows luck. you that is a man who's not depthy. He's not thinking no. there's no, you know, again, the men. And I've said this about Tanner. I'll say it about John Henry. Like I, they, the men for the most part operate on this. Like I would think John Henry and Tanner are more like stools and chairs and objects in this whole thing. They are, you know, obstacles on, you know, I would say Blake and a guy like Sean, they're thinking first, second level, third level in the way these women are. So I think like there's just mm -hmm. a couple different types that go on this show. You either go on and you go, you don't give much and you're just hot John Henry or you're Sean who's like, is that, is that Hannah Brown? Like understand. Like, I know. you know, like where you get it too much. Yeah. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, The Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, The Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Did you have a name for the episode, by the way? Honestly, no new friends. Um, I was—is that no new friends yours? Yes, I I had no new friends because <laughs> they didn't. All the new people just gone. I mean, what could I name this? This episode was just way too long. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's the name. Way too long. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Way too because it it just feels like we're. We're sitting here watching the same things happen and, and then we have Golden Bachelor and that feels just like such a, 
Easy breezy. Quick. I got everything I needed. And I remember at the beginning I was talking about um, how I wanted Golden Bachelor to be longer. But now I'm like, why would I want that? Right. I don't need it's the It's so fat. much better. Right. Yeah. I mean, I like your yours, no new friends. But to me, this is just like... Um, we just need to speed everything up. Maybe if I think of something <laughs> later. Fast forward episode. <laughs> and on the subject of Golden Bachelor, you were missed. We did the interview with Gary, the Golden Bachelor. How was Gary? Gary. Uh, the picture of you two was so sweet. It was a sweet episode. Like, you know, Gary, the, you know, listen, when I talk with someone, I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to get the questions that I have interest in. And most of the questions aren't like, I don't know what people expect, you know, I, I, again, I don't know. I'm not looking to like break news. I'm looking to hang with someone. Like I want to hang with someone yeah. and if it comes up in a natural way. But there was nothing to break. We, I think if you listen to that episode, you get a taste of like how great a guy he is, how he gets it, and how he was like up for the ride and up for yeah. the TV show and the ability to find women that he never would have gotten to meet. And... Mm-hmm. He was so sweet. The one thing I'll say that I took away from it, when I asked him where he was eating that night, um, if I'm to make this like bigger, deeper, my takeaway, he yeah. he goes, I don't know. I'm going to go take a walk in Central Park. And I'm like, okay, oh, that's sweet. He's like, I'm going to put my walking shoes on and go in Central Park. I've never been. And I was like, Not that's the great. walking shoes. I'm going to cry. And he, and I was like, well, what are you going to eat? And he was like, I'll get a hot dog from a vendor. You know, like I was like, and I was like, no, well, no. And it was just such another generation. Do you have a reservation, sir? Right. Like you didn't Google best restaurants in New York. You didn't do top 10 yeah, what? pizza slices. You didn't do top. You know, it was like a very generational difference of like my dad would go, I don't know, yeah. go to the Olive Garden and I'll take a walk in Central Park. That's what you do in New York City. So it was a, it was a fun generational moment. But it was also one of those moments where I was like, yeah, Gary, it, not to not to make people, you know, m- men just don't age with friends, you know, like, you know, he didn't have anyone, you know, it's not like he was like, I'm meeting up with some guys that I've been keeping up with my whole life from New York, you know, like, again, generational, yeah. the idea of like, he's from Indianapolis, I'm sure all his friends that he grew up with hung out with, like, I don't think he has a New York crew to call no. on, <laughs> you know, so not have. Does not have his gang in New York where he's like, yeah, I'm going to hit him up. I'll stay with him. I'll crash on their couch. Right. No. We'll do the thing. It was very different. And it did make me understand why someone that age is like determined to find someone to like partner with. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you could see that like that. It was either walk alone in Central Park or do whatever my wife tells me to do. And he's like, I don't got that (laughs) wife to tell me what to do. And that's what I'm looking for. And. My dad would do the same thing if he didn't. If my mom wasn't around, he'd be like, well, yeah, I'll just go down and get a hot dog off the street and be done with it. And watch a game. You know, like, I don't know. Yeah, that would be my dad. I I don't know. I I don't think my dad would be like at a cool bar to see what it's like, you know, because he read about it on Eater. You know, I don't know. So it was was kind of an interesting look at like the loneliness of that part of life. Not to make it. I didn't think I didn't pity on Gary, but I understood no. Why he was so determined to find a partner. He um, needs somebody to make that reservation. Yeah, to tell. <laughs> just yeah, just need somebody I, to make the rest. Who was your villain <laughs> of the week? 
I mean, Kat, that right. was, I just feel frustrated when I watch her. I, I get mad. She's a Karen. I feel myself, my blood boiling. Yeah. She's a professional. Who's she, yours? She's really good at what she does. If we're going to give her credit. Yeah. She's really Incredible. good. And I don't know. I don't know if like she's she's conventionally hot. Like I like I, I just. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, of course. And I'm like, is that is that something? Is that a skill you have to be conventionally hot to have? I don't know. Like I'm like. Would she yeah. get away with it in another with another look? Like if if it was me, not not to the you know, not like, with the men, not with the men, mm-mm. not with the men. She would not get away with it. Especially like if they'd be like, "Well, yeah, I'm not gonna." It's a question worth do that, touch that right. If I acted that way, I would not get away with it. Like I'd have no one to talk to ever. I just stop. <laughs> they'd be like, "I'm why would I? Why would I listen to this troll who's an asshole?" Like people like, get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> You had cat as well. <laughs> yeah, I had cat as the villain. <laughs> who are you? Who's your beach bum? Who do you want off the island, off the beach? Honestly, the the same as you. I right. want Kylie and Avon off the island. Get I get it. They're obsessed with each other. Great. Boring. Go run, <laughs> go run off into the sunset and uh post on Instagram together. Like I'm ready. Kylie and Avon, I want off. I want Peter and Sam off. I like Sam, but she's just like a narrator at this point. Right. Get rid of them. Either shrink the beach or bring on more singles. Like, yeah, get rid of them. Like a like, bunch. Yeah. I want like 10 singles to arrive right now. Really right shake now. it up. Rising star um, on IG. I had Rachel because I was just like, I talked about mm-hmm. this in the um, during the recap, but it was like. Her star is almost diminished by being on this show. Like I, I yeah, it is. And, and you go, I can't believe she's like an afterthought for Tanner. I can't believe she's like. It's like the the award of being the Bachelorette does not hold the the regard the, the, that it used to. Yeah, no, it's not the same. She's not Hannah Brown. Right. I mean, People aren't bowing down when she's walking onto the beach or Charity. You wonder if she sees that. Does she? Yeah. When oh, Charity she shows to. up, does. Does Rachel go, what am I doing here? Am I, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, that, I bet that's a shitty feeling. It's gotta be. I said cat, but in a bad way. I have right. this weird feeling Kat's Instagram is. What is her Instagram? Active. I, well, I, heard she I don't was, even know. What, I heard she was active on Twitter. I mentioned this during the recap that she's claimed to have gotten a bad edit. Which is what Please. evil people do. Notice how nobody who gets who looks good on the show. Yeah, I don't see I don't see Kat being super active on Instagram, but I think her Instagram is very active in the DMs. Uh, knowing the fans, she's getting some messages, right? Or whether it's good or bad, whether it's girlies other Karen siding with her, <laughs> or whether it's the other girls defending, you know. Um, I'm, Everyone else. I'm in I, her think, comments, I think it's a lots of Regina George energy. Worst person on Bachelor Paradise. I mean, these are horrific. I wouldn't yeah. wish this on anybody. No. Okay, so cringe Harrison Award. I I just had Becca leaving. I don't have any info on her. It felt like a weird planned out thing, but not warranted because especially for the audience members. Like we felt I just felt left out of 
what was going on. I don't like that. Right. I, I'm, I'm with you. Didn't like the feeling. Awkward. Weird. Don't come on the show if you're not going to like play it out. You know, like. Yeah. Unless something horrible that we don't know about happened. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm changing my cringe Harrison award. It was going to be oh, given yeah. to me it? for watching for two hours. Um, <laughs> Tell you what. My cringe Harrison award goes to the Chris Harrison wedding photos and 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 social media moment. It is that was crazy. Weird to watch. So Chris Harrison got married to Lauren Zima this weekend, and I don't know if they had a separate wedding for friends and family, and then another wedding for the Bachelor people. Like were there? I think they did get married twice. They did get married. I think I read in the thing that they got married twice. But I think the one that we saw was just bachelor people. See, and like it literally looked like an alumni. See, to me, then I that's cringy to me. Like the idea that you basically yeah. got together for like what kind of looks like an a a social media summit to get more followers. Like and to see the different generations of bachelor people on the show, like or on, on the show. It was a show. It felt like a show. Like Yeah. And to see them all like having fun, but like weirdly for our entertainment to watch at home, I was like, am I watching? It, it felt like I was watching the cool kids at the reunion who were performing for me, like the loser at home. Yes. Also, it felt like they're the couple that's going to refer instead of calling them their wedding photos, they're calling them it uh, the content. They're yeah. calling they're referring to their wedding and video and photos as content and not. Um, these are special photos that we took of our wedding. I could memories. I totally agree. I could not have been more like interested, not interested at the same time. I was like, did the world end in 2019? And I'm watching them all like living yes. this 2019 reality. I don't know. It was so all. It's none, of, it's none of the new people. Right. I, I like, I don't know. It was a bizarre ending of an era and they were all together and it, it does feel like a little bit of a they never mentioned the bachelor but it's it's mentioned no. just by their living you know like so it was weird and you see the people who like had taken a side like it it, it kind of felt like that they were like mm-hmm. chris harrison for life when to me i i just like watching all of it like i don't know i i don't know it all was bizarre and cringy to me it was cringy i didn't <laughs> Having having a wedding of just bachelor people's cringy. Right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so that's our episode. Kay, thank you for joining right. us for the Wow. The sorry about that. Don't be I'll sorry. I'll be back up for Golden Bachelor. Um, so we have Golden Bachelor coming out. Make sure you listen to the episode with Jared and Gary. And um, follow us on Instagram at The Bachelor. You can follow me at KYorkCity. And Jared, what do you have going on this week? I'm at Jared Freed on Instagram. I'm going to be in Toledo, Ohio Friday. And then I'm going to be in Cincinnati. I think it's a Jewish Ooh, event. Ooh, let's go. Oh, I forgot. Cincinnati. Cincinnati, City born and raised. Here, K York City. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm going to the Natty. Um, oh, wow. I'm doing like a, a Jewish event there. So um, I'm excited for that. And Very then cool. if you're listening and you're in, if you're near, I've never heard of this town, so I'm always like, I hope people know what I'm talking about. Dania mm-hmm. Beach, Florida. Over Thanksgiving week, I'm going to be in Dania Beach, which is like, I think between Fort Lauderdale and West Palm, kind of like in that area. 
Uh, I'm going to be at Dania Beach Improv. It's a The improvs are always great clubs. So bring the family if you're going down to Florida to like visit family for the holiday. Even if you're if you live in the area, just a way to bring your family so you don't have to talk to them. I'll make the jokes and make you guys all laugh or get away from them. Just come. It'll be a fun yeah. show. So jaredfree.com for the tickets. Um, but that's it. We'll be back uh, next week. Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amy Clackner. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. And be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to Bachelor at Betches.com. Betches.